Hello, my self-healers, self-lovers, my podcast listeners. Welcome back to Heal Like You Mean It by Susie is Blessed. Today, I actually wanted to talk about what a moral injury is. I don't know if you guys have um, heard about the term moral injury. It's not a term that we we really use on our day-to-day lives, but it's worth thinking about, so I decided to make an episode about it, right? And this was the right time for me to do it because it relates back to the episode that I just posted about sexual healing and putting more meaning to our sex lives, um, how we can heal from the way society views sex and all of that. I kind of deal with this in my day-to-day life as well. Um, I try to keep things general on my podcast, but I figured it's good to, you know, I want to get personal, you guys, with actually. I really struggle with this. Um, not personally, but uh, like secondhand struggle, if if that makes any sense. So when I see other people treating um, their sexual relations in a very degrading way that makes me very upset it makes me feel upset it it makes me feel emptiness and as an empath i i can feel the emptiness secondhand and i sometimes feel it way more than the actual uh first person is feeling it for example when i see people who are very very desperate or even um confidently seeking for empty love and that kind of relationship um, I actually feel that uh, hollowness from the third person uh, perspective and for the first person who's actually seeking that kind of uh, pleasure-driven relationship they might not even feel anything at all they might not even see any problem with that and that's totally fine i mean i'm not the one to judge right i'm not the one to judge at all but uh i just feel that emptiness sort of and you know if that doesn't resonate with you that's totally fine everyone's different there's millions billions of people in the world and we all have different perspectives on things but this is personally for the ones who resonate with me right there are a lot of people who actually resonate with me and that's for you to listen to this specific episode and i wanted to talk about what moral injury is so trigger warning uh this is one of those episodes where there might be some trigger for some of y'all for me personally, there's not much uh, trigger aspect to it because this is what I talk about so much. I deal with it every day in my coaching, uh, even my in, my in my friend group, a lot of people uh, talk about this openly. So for us, it's not a trigger, and which is probably <laughs> a really bad thing in society. Like for a woman to not feel triggered by it at all, at least anymore, uh, is it is a problem. I mean, objectively, because it should be triggering, but it's not. It's not that I got numb to it. It's just that it's something that I realized that it's like a reoccurring thing in our society, and I just come to a point where I can rationalize it, logically think about it, and um, just try to find ways to solve it. And this is one of my ways of trying to come up with some resolution. Um, Maybe if you're a woman or whoever who experienced this or resonate with this, maybe you could send it to your friends, send it to, I don't know, your therapist, send it to your guardians, parents, family, whoever, uh, if you resonate with this episode. So um, I kept going around in circles, but I wanted to talk about 
sexual trauma and the moral injury and how sometimes for sexual assault victims it might not even be the fact that your sexual agency was taken away from you that was traumatic about the event it might actually be a moral injury right so <laughs> if that didn't make sense to you maybe go back 10 seconds and re-listen to what I just said so because it's so important what I'm trying to say here is um, for some people their sexual trauma isn't as violent as it is or was for other victims um, what I mean by that is some people were violently assaulted um, in a way that was forceful uh, it involved physical force so it's not only traumatic for their sexuality but it's also traumatic for them physically and mentally and um, to their nervous system because they really had to deal with a fight-or-flight freeze uh, sensation going through their body and it can really put your nerves into shock for years and years and years but for me personally I have never been assaulted that um, in a violent way I would say I mean if we're talking physically right I don't think I was ever uh, assaulted in a violent way however I personally was very very traumatized I would say I was way more traumatized than a lot of other victims that I have spoken to, have interacted with, and it took a long time for me to understand why that was so. So, you know, it. I just thought maybe I'm just very sensitive, maybe I am just a dramatic person, not to gaslight myself, but I, I just maybe thought, you know, I am an HSP, I'm a highly sensitive person, if, if you don't know what that means, you can google it. Um, I'll make an episode about HSP as well, but um, I thought maybe I was just severely traumatized by that event because I'm an HSP. And come to it turns out that I, it was because I had a very severe case of moral injury and let me explain to you what that means I'll actually pull up the Google definition for you so moral injury is the distressing psychological behavioral social and sometimes spiritual note that sometimes spiritual aftermath of exposure to such events a moral injury can occur in response to acting or witnessing behaviors that go against an individual's values and moral beliefs, okay? Okay, let's circle back to that. So for me, having sex that didn't generate from love was a moral injury for me. Let me repeat that. Having sex that didn't involve an emotional bond that's a healthy bond was a traumatic moral injury for me right so first of all what does moral injury have to do with anything for some people sex is literally just something that's uh, pleasure driven you just do it to get off it feels like merely physical you know, it might just be a phase. I personally think it's just a phase. But for a lot of people, that's how they view sex. And so, in my opinion, for someone like that, if they were to experience uh, rape or sexual assault, it would not be a moral injury. You know what I mean? Like, they might still be traumatized by doing, getting involved in something that they didn't want, they didn't consent to. 
but it might not be a moral injury to them. Whereas there are people who really, really treat sex as a sacred thing and you wouldn't just do it because you're lonely, because you're bored, but you're doing it because you actually care about the person and you want to have a bond with that person. And for someone like that, having those spiritual or core values or moral values, however you want to put it, it becomes a moral injury, right? So my personal definition would be that it is a spiritual damage to one's conscience or moral compass when a person perpetuates or fails to abide by their moral values. So how does this link to trauma, especially sexual and intimate partner trauma? It all just boils down to how much of a core value did you consider sex as being something sacred and worth protecting for you right so for example when i experienced sexual trauma i was uh 19 years old yeah i was around 19 and i only had two sexual partners at this point in my life um so i had my first boyfriend we had sex and my second boyfriend we also engaged in uh, intimacy and the second boyfriend was the one who committed sexual assault and putting this out there is uh, it's really not a big deal to me because I, I really talk about it a lot uh, if, if you're a friend of mine you already know I don't feel any shame about this anymore so I'm pretty open about it and I talk about it whenever the context is accurate whenever the context is appropriate because i feel like the more we talk about it the more shame we put on these perpetrators um and the more we feel unashamed by it the more the perpetrators gain less power over the victims i hope that makes sense to you and i hope you resonate with that so if you were a victim of assault and you've held sex as a sacred act or something you only share slash do with someone you genuinely love, it is more likely that being a victim of non-consensual sex will bring not only trauma but a moral injury because you have witnessed, partially acted slash engaged in and failed to abide a moral compass, that conscious voice to that says to you, I do not have sex with people I, that I do not love. And people do not have sex with me if they do not love me. You know what I mean? So the moral compass that was working within my soul, not my ego, but within my soul was I do not have sex with people I do not love. And people do not have sex with me if they do not love me. And I don't even mean that in a monogamous sense. Like even for polyamorous people or even... For people who engage in casual sex, you know, <laughs> I'm not the most uh, traditional convent, uh, traditional person, conservative person. So it, this comes with any situation. So that was my moral compass, at least when I was 19. And now it is as well. Um, I had a moment in my life where I abandoned my moral compass because of the trauma and that brought on more and more moral injury for me and personally that was really really traumatizing I know for 
so this circle back to what I first said in the in this episode. I know people who would not abide by this quote unquote morality because morality is subjective. Uh, so I know people who do not resonate with this moral value and for them, whatever they do with their sex life, it's not traumatizing for them, right? But for a lot of people who are especially spiritual, who are deep thinkers like me, who like to have certain moral values that protect their energy, having sex with people that they don't love out of trauma or because you were a victim of sexual assault is a moral injury that can bring you into a very very low frequency you know what i mean because it's a spiritual injury ego might be fine your ego might feel okay and you have these coping mechanisms but your soul might be deeply hurt it might be cut wounded right Especially I think that women with minimum sexual experience might believe this about sex when any sort of casual sex or sex for momentary pleasure is not the norm and culture. Obviously, this is merely a speculation, not a research statistic. Some women or men experience trauma early on in their lives around childhood until their 20s of age. So I'm categorizing victims who were victims uh, when they were from one years old till 20 years old developmental stage it can cause someone to engage in unhealthy sexual patterns or completely disassociate from intimacy trauma can really affect someone's psyche right trauma can really affect someone's psyche and alter the victim's way of approaching the world okay so what rape can do is not only do physical damage and not only emotional damage of posing faith and trust in humanity slash intimate, intimate partnership, etc. It actually creates a psychic injury, okay? This is an important term for this episode. It creates a psychic injury. I think naturally most people or I don't want to assume but a lot of healthy individuals associate sex to be an intimate bonding experience especially if it's done with someone you've known for a while not just a one-off hookup from the bar or a dating app that's a core belief for a lot of us and a moral value for for example especially a lot of traditional asian communities and religious people but when someone violates and comes in and takes that moral value away from you by forcefully having someone enact a sexual encounter, even though it is a passively, um, as a rapey, a rapey, I don't know, that I know that's not a word, we're making up words here. But even though you had to encounter that sexual activity as a passive victim, it becomes, I have been engaged into something my whole psyche as totally does not agree with it let alone my body nor my mind it leaves a deep and very real scar and you know if you've been an avid listener to my podcast we know that i approach trauma mental health and emotional wellness in this podcast in a more deeper spiritual way in a psychic way we talk about what's in our subconscious minds not just in our day-to-day life not just you know pop some pills if you're feeling sad kind of vibe we're actually talking about how do we heal from 
the root of the problem, which is our subconscious mind, which is what we're thinking about, not when we're consciously thinking, but when we're either dreaming, sleeping, um, being on autopilot, yada yada. So when we go to a therapist or a psychiatrist or whoever in the mental health system, they might not understand this, they might not even have thought about this concept or they don't really know how to vo verbalize it as I do. If you, if you were a victim, they might just ask you to talk about it as much as you want, understand your emotions, and learn how to let it go. And it's not as simple as that. It's just not that simple. You have to understand that your psyche has been wounded. Trauma fucks with your psyche, my girl. <laughs> so when your psyche has these wounds and you're not able to go deeper into your subconscious mind you meditate about it you journal about it if you haven't done these things you might feel like you're fully healed but the way you go about the world and the way you go about in this context your sex life might be in a very distorted and wounded way without even you knowing it okay it's really food for thought <laughs> anyways that was the episode for today Maybe I'll come back with different episodes about different moral injuries and I hope this was of help to you. Let me know if you think you have been victim of a psychic injury, a moral injury. Thank you my beloved self-healers, self-lovers, podcast listeners. That was Heal Like You Mean It. Feel free to subscribe, follow my podcast on Apple and Spotify. Feel free to reach out to me and I hope I can see you in my next episode as well. Make sure to leave a comment and a rating if you feel to do so and I hope you have a wonderful day.